Live from Stanford, Connecticut, it is the one and only Animal Farm Radio Show. The date today is February 26th, 2009. It's 26th, I think, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow pig farm people, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Python the Soundboard. We've got Hello. Jason Burmis on the show tonight to talk about the birds and the bees. We're also going to be getting into the latest economic news, as well as the blatant criminal corruption in this country. And tonight, Tony will lubricate you with the desperate, the despicable, and the future cafe of the animal farm. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Feeling good tonight, man. Feeling real good, Benny. Tell, tell people why you're feeling so good. Why? Why? Drinking scotch. What's the reason? I'm drinking scotch. I went straight to the hard stuff tonight. Good for you, Benny. You're, yeah. you're a better man than I am. Letting my alcoholic side show. That's right. Uh, very good job, Ben, with that. And, Tastes so um, good. I really feel like doing this scotch. Maybe after the show tonight for a little... Uh, celebration, but I do have work to do. Anyway, You're a little too responsible. A little that? too, little too responsible. I am. I mean, yeah. it, what's wrong with me? I, I mean, folks, really, uh, you, please. You know, it's like not <laughs> you often. You like to be able to articulate, articulate yourself and not stumble over your words like an idiot, like I do. <laughs> Most people need need other people to tell them to stop drinking, slow down. You know, like George, like George Bush. Yeah. Most people out there need help and, and need their family members to comfort them. Like, look, you know, Ben, you really ought to drink less. You know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta cut the alcohol. I need people to call me up. And be like, listen, Tony. What's wrong uh, with you? <laughs> dude, yo, get a drink, man. Get a life. You know, Do something with your life. Have a drink. So anyway, uh, that, it, be that as it might. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> I really am. 512-879-3805, the phone number tonight. Of course, the website, as always, is AnimalFarmShow.com. The chat is up. It's running. It's Animal Farm branded. Ben, great job on all that stuff. And, of course, it is at AnimalFarmShow.com. You click the Thank little you. chat button, and you really uh, you want to get some intimacy with the chat room folks. They're Indeed. all there. Some great, great people in there, folks. Hey, anyway, baby. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of other things that we have to promote. We never promote the YouTube channel. No, if you we want, don't. We never do, and it's sad, because we have some really funny YouTube videos up there. I'm going to try to add some more uh, really soon, but once again, AnimalFarmShow.com, the website, you can always go to it right there, or... It is YouTube.com slash The Animal Farm Show, I believe. So either way, you'll just search for it. Some good videos who obviously are uh, very 
Great interview with John McCain. Legendary yeah. interview with Senator John McCain on there. I mean, that's a must hear. If you, if you hear no, you know, no other video. If you watch no other video, definitely check that out. But tonight, I want to start off with the lubrication. As always, I'm, I'm that type of guy. I love all of you equally. And it is uh, the desperate, the despicable, and the future cafe on the animal farm. And of course, we start with the desperate. And uh, the, think, if you think things are bad here, folks, a jobless Taiwan man released from prison two years ago has asked police to send him back so he could eat. Police and local media said Tuesday a grim son of hard economic times on the island when police found the 45-year-old convicted arsonist lying on the street in a popular Taipei, uh, or Taipei, I believe, shopping district. He requested a return to life behind bars. Nostalgic for the 10 years he had already served, the China Post newspaper reported. Wang had also contracted police separately with his request, a spokesman said. Officers who found him uh, bought him a boxed lunch but declined to send him back to prison. So, yeah, man, he was he was so desperate to eat this poor guy. He Jeez. actually was asked, he, he asked the police to put him back in jail uh that is unbelievably horrible anyway moving on despicable right wow. and this is uh very despicable but uh, wait a minute wait a minute no this is yeah okay here's despicable man robs a san antonio brownie girl scout selling cookies <laughs> i mean talk about hard economic times folks a robber and his accomplice in a getaway vehicle stole about 250 dollars from a group selling girl scout cookies leaving one of the girls devastated Mem- members of a Girl Scout brownie <laughs> troop and two adults were selling cookies outside a Walgreens drugstore in San Antonio Wednesday uh, when a man walked out of the store and grabbed a bag containing proceeds from a cookie sale, uh, about $250 worth, and a check. Police said uh, a woman driving a vehicle picked up the robber and a couple drove off. <laughs> so they they had this whole getaway thing uh, with the with the getaway driver, all for $250. The store manager, Patricia Groman, told the San Antonio Express News that she ran outside when she heard screams. Of course, one little girl was just devastated, and she was very frightened. Uh, she had worked so hard to earn that money, Ben, and so uh, the, the woman from the drugstore here said that. I just tried to calm her down and make sure she was okay. So unfortunately, she's not going to win the uh, "Who Sold the Most Cookies" award. On you know that's a, that's traumatic. Yeah, uh, I was very devastated in my day when I didn't sell all the candy bars. Anyway, the new cafe, right, for the Animal Farm, which is the most important piece of news I have in front of me. Topless over 18 cafe in Maine nice. has alarmed neighbors. So uh, I think it might be uh, some reruns next week while we venture north. I don't know what is Maine about a. F- Six-hour drive, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Cup size has me. Right. How can you tell if these melons are ripe? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was great, Pipe. Good job. Vassal Borrow, Maine, I believe. Cup size has more than one meaning at a new Central Maine coffee house. Servers are topless at the Grandview Topless Coffee Shop, which opened its doors Monday on a busy road in Vesselboro. Vassalboro. A sign outside says over 18 only, and another says no cameras, no touching. Cash only, which is my kind of place. On Tuesday, <laughs> two men sipped coffee at a booth while three topless waitresses and a bare-chested waiter... Uh, Ew. Stood, <laughs> stood nearby. Topless waitress. I mean, I, I, now I don't want to go. Topless waitress Susie. <laughs> Susie Wiley, one of the waitresses, said uh, men, women, and couples have stopped by. The coffee shop raised the ire uh, of dozens of ire uh, of dozens of residents when it would be before town planning board last month. But now town officials said the coffee shop met the letter of the law. So people in in Maine, mm-hmm. in this particular town, Ben, are a little bit irate. Wow. 
if you will. So what's happening? Did, did they black out the windows, do you think, to, to yeah. make it so that people couldn't? So aren't coffee shops supposed to be, like, sunny and delightful yeah, and stuff? Yeah, I guess so, man. That's a or good is point. It like a shady shady coffee shop, like a grungy, dirty one? You know, unfortunately, there are, in whatever we get, uh, pic- you know, uh, articles regarding nudity, there are never pictures, which is really shame, because I think it kind of adds to the news, but yeah. uh, there's no pictures here. It's really just about four paragraphs, and uh, I will delici- d- delicious it. And, uh, yes. yes. What's, what's wrong? I, every, I can never say that mother Delicious effing it? word. Yeah, I, I, I always now you know how hard it is for I, me to say I, nuclear. I, no, that's easy. Even Dan sends something over. and says, say, write down the words new and clear. And just keep saying nuclear, Dan nuclear. Who? Dan, one of our best fans. Tell him to kiss my ass. <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> You're a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, boy, folks. we got some good things lined up for you next week, too. Uh, we're going to really try to take this week nuclear, and weekend nuclear, 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 nuclear. nuclear and nuclear, we're really going to try to... Uh, you know, we have a lot of cool production things going on. It's going to be ne- next week's going to be a lot of laughs, but uh, we got to move on. We got to. Get- I even think we got Bob, Bob Chapman coming on next week. Wow, I think. Man. I mean, you, you know, you would be cool. You with the guests, man. You you are just uh, unbelievable. No, it, it's it's all fun on the farm. We all have a good time. Of course, give us a ring tonight. We're going to have Burmese on, and I know we're going to take phone calls when he's on. But we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, it is the anniversary of the World Trade Center 1993 bombing. I uh, put something a little something together for the middle of the show for that, so stay tuned for that. But five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five is the uh, phone number, please do give us a ring if you want to talk about something, anything really, as long as you don't get out of line. We'll keep you on and we'll have a lot of fun here on the farm. But uh, one thing we didn't get to yesterday, Ben, I don't know if, if you want to start with something in particular. I got some, actually some good news regarding health. Um, but I did want to kind I of... I got a silly article that kind of oh, adds yes. to the first one. Oh, I beg this, your pardon. Okay. Go Kristen ahead. Kristen sent me this from, uh, from uh, Uncovered News. Yeah, go ahead. This, is, this one's out of, insane. This, okay, uh, this happened out of Denver. Uh, injured Good Samaritan ticketed for jaywalking. A Good Samaritan who helped push three people out of the path of a pickup truck before being struck and injured has gotten a, str- a strange reward for his good deed, a jaywalking ticket. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Family members said 58-year-old bus driver Jim Muffet and another man uh, who were helping two elderly women cross a busy Denver street in a snowstorm when he was hit Friday night. Uh, Moffitt suffered bleeding in the brain, broken bones, a dislocated shoulder, and a possible uh, ruptured spleen. Damn, that's hardcore. He was in serious but stable condition Wednesday. The Colorado State Police issued a citation. Uh, Trooper Ryan Sullivan said despite Moffitt's intentions, the jaywalking contributed to the accident. Moffat had been driving his bus when the two women got off. In the interest of safety, he got out and, together with another passenger, helped the ladies across. Just, yeah. <laughs> just well, asinine. No, no good deed goes unpunished, Ben, and I've uh, had some of those experiences recently. It's just, yeah, you try to help. You try to do the Every right thing for people sometimes. I wake up with right. nothing to do, and I go to bed at night. I'm half done. <laughs> All right. I wish <laughs> I had like that, that problem. Cop, right? <laughs> I wish I had that problem. Seriously. Uh, anyway, Ben, that's, that was, I actually did find that that's a great article. And once again, uncoverthenews.com is uh, the the Canadian friend that we have. Kristen, she's great, she's wonderful, and she's a news hound, and she does a great job. Yes, very good. Nice. Thank you. And uh, definitely check it out, uncoverthenews.com, and it's wonderful, and she really does stay on top of the, the stories. And uh, she, you know, I've never seen a person from Canada care about things that happens in America more than Americans, but she really does, man. It's, I know. It's, it's nice to see. It is really great, and uh, we, we really do love her, too. Anyway, uh, picking up where we left off. Blame Canada! Yes, blame, blame them. <laughs> Seems that everything's gone wrong since Canada came along. Blame Canada! I like the hockey They're one not the best. Even a real country anyway. <laughs> That's messed They're not up. a real country. Stop it. She's, you're you're going to get her mad. She's going to stop no, sending she's us probably, news stories. She's probably laughing her ass off. 
Unbelievable. I love that part in the movie where, uh, you know, they say, uh, the Can- Canadians gave us Brian Adams, and then the Canadian ambassador goes on. He says, now, now, the Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great that all this, all the production value for South Park, it's all in the music. Yeah. And the music is brilliant, and the cartoon characters <laughs> yeah. are literally little paper cutout cardboard it's things. It's hysterical. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. Yeah, and things that matter, we have to try to keep on this, uh, this whole thing that matters things, Ben. So, sure enough. The important uh, stuff. Right. I mean, I wanted to talk about the Obama's you know, administration's plan for Iraq and Afghanistan and how Rachel Maddow accurately, I think, pointed out that it does resemble the Bush administration. Not that it surprises us. And we've been, since we first got on WFU radio, uh, before Obama was elected, we've been saying this. We said, you know what, man, I don't think we're going to have any change. And then afterwards, we kind of predicted that. But uh, not to say we told you so, but uh, the other thing, obviously, Ben, is the economy. And uh, the Ron Paul clip that we didn't play yesterday uh, had a little bit more to it than I once thought. It was him. Before the hearing with Ben Bernanke, of course, the Fed chairman, uh, before he got his hearing underway, I believe this was Wednesday, um, Ron Paul had the opening statements, and they were airing Uh this live all over, so obviously on the big all the big news networks were having it. CNBC covered it, of course. Uh, and after he's done, what a brilliant, brilliant speech, as always. I mean, he's just consistent, and he keeps pounding into Bernanke. I know. But they, you know, after it was done, they were calling on someone else to speak, and CNBC hosts, they got a little bit out of their minds. A little, they were a little bit perturbed about the opening statements. I don't think it was because it was too long. I think they were just upset because this went over live, and they were a little bit uneasy about what Ron Paul had to say. That's what I think, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm obviously crazy, but just check it out. Nevertheless, Here we go, yeah. Yesterday, a report came out that said that the uh, Consumer uh, Competence Index was down to 25. I'm still going to hit a break Sometimes soon. I think that might be overly optimistic, but uh, ne- nevertheless, um, I think that vote of confidence really is a reflection on our financial system, our monetary policy, our spending policies here in Congress, and uh, it, then they see it in the economy. But, but it is... Uh, Fundamental for us to understand this, because if we think we can patch a system up that failed, it's not going to work. We have to come to the realization that there is a sea change in what's happening. This is an end of an era, and that we can't reinflate the bubble. Just as we devised a new system of Bretton Woods in 44, which was doomed to fail, uh, it failed in 71, and then we came up with the dollar reserve standard, which was a paper standard. It was doomed to fail, and we have to recognize that it has failed. And if we think we can reinflate this bubble by artificially creating credit out of thin air and calling it capital, believe me, we don't have a prayer of solving these problems. We have a total misunderstanding of what credit is versus capital. Capital can't come from the thin air creation uh, by a Federal Reserve System. Capital has to come from savings. We have to work hard, produce, live within our means, and what is left over is called capital. This whole idea that we can recapitalize markets by merely turning on the printing presses and increasing credit is a total fallacy. So the sooner we wake up... All right, folks, yeah, it's a little bit longer. We'll play the rest of it when we get back. Break coming up. Other side, rest of this clip, the reaction, and your comments and phone calls on the Animal Farm Radio Show. Stay with us.
government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transactions. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals, and the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org. That's 908-691-2608 at hempusa.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at hempusa.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mileage by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas. And the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. 
news and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Increasing credit is a total fallacy. So the sooner we wake up to realize that a new system has to be devised, the better. Right now, I think the central bankers of the world realize exactly what I'm talking about in their planning. But they're planning another system that goes one step further to internationalize regulations, internationalize the printing press, give up on the dollar standard. But, tell, uh, but we have to be very much aware that that system will be no more viable. We have to have a system which encourages people to work and to save. What do we do now? We're telling consumers to spend and continue the old process. It won't work. All right, so welcome back. That's the end of Ron Paul's opening speech for this Bernanke conference. Yeah. Animal Farm shows what you're listening to, of course, I mean, unmistakably. <laughs> Listen to the reaction now. Again, you know, CNBC is broadcasting this. I guess they're simulcasting it live from Capitol Hill. And, uh, you know, the Dow at this point is down 161. And sure enough, you know, the, the, the chairman here goes off to someone else. <laughs> and listen to how the anchors on CNBC react to Ron Paul's speech, basically grilling Bernanke. The gentleman from Delaware, Mr. Castle, is recognized for two minutes. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman and, and Ranking Member Backus. And I want to, to thank you for holding uh, today's hearing and to thank... Uh, All right. Um, this is not going as planned. <laughs> no, it is not. We were... We were... Here's we were told it, it would be a Dick. very limited number of opening statements. Dick. Uh, and <laughs> it seems to be getting out of control. Here's what we forgot. Please, I mean, shut up. How is it getting out of control? I mean, there was nothing. Because <laughs> Ron Paul went on the air and said, stop using the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> That's freaking Everybody's hardcore. Everybody's taking this live. And you know what that means? That means Why would they, they miss an opportunity be, uh, for free airtime? So, right? yeah, and then, then yeah. The, one, of, one of my... My news chicks, who I really dig, she uh, she's also broken my heart, kind of like Campbell Brown. All of the, they all break my heart these days, Ben. It's amazing, and yeah. uh, she's uh, accusing Ron Paul of using the airtime like, like Ron Paul. Like Ron Paul really needs to be on the air to yeah. push an agenda off. You know, he's like he's like he's most, grandstanding or something. Yeah, it's you like know, Ron Paul's one of the most popular men in this country. And not Please. only that, not only that, but he he doesn't you know he 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 says the same thing every single time. It's not like he needs I to freaking know. grandstand to. He's he's consistent like he that. Cares. She obviously never heard of him before and thought he was some she, junior, junior no, frickin' congressman. She knows, man. I, she knows exactly who he is. Uh, regardless, though, folks, uh, new jobless claims now even higher. <clears throat> Every time we report on it, it's higher than expected, and it's also always a, a new record. But uh, new jobless claims rose more than expected last week, and the number of Americans continuing to receive unemployment benefits has topped 5.1 million. Fresh evidence the recession is increasingly forcing employers to shed jobs. The Labor Department said Thursday... <laughs> That first-time request for unemployment benefits jumped to 667,000 from the previous week's figure of 631. Uh, analysts had expected a slight drop in claims, so uh, they were obviously mistaken. The 667,000 new claims are the most since October of 1982, uh, year after I was born. 
though the labor force has grown by about half since then, the four-week average of initial claims, which smooths out fluctuations, rose to 639,000, the highest in more than 26 years. I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, we're just kind of... Blasphemous. Yeah, I mean, we're just surfing along with the waves here, but I mean, we all know this, but I think it was worth mentioning, and even the Raw story had the uh, the highest in 27 years jobless claims. So, well, yeah, I'm, you know, I really would like to see things turn around. I don't really see that happening, just to kind of lay it on the record again and again and again and again. Um, it just seems like there's no end. This abyss is just going on and on. And now they're talking about another bill that's in the works, and I, I can't even fathom that, yeah. if, if it, especially if it's going to resemble anything like the previous one. I mean, you know, they're saying, oh, we have to keep spending before things get better. But, uh, you know, with all this pork and beef and lunch meat in these bills, Ben. That's what you and I were talking about in the pisser yesterday. Yeah. We are talking about how they're just using, like, they're they're trying to put a Band-Aid on absolutely everything. The yeah. country, it's like a, a gunshot wound or what you said, it's like us, a, a head being decapitated. Yeah. And then, then trying to throw Band-Aids on a, on a severed neck. <laughs> but, you know, and I think that's even being too kind. I think if you look at this, from, from the way I'm looking at it at least, I don't even think they're trying to necessarily fix anything i think they're just trying to take their agenda mm-hmm. or take what they want to do you know i even i don't even like using the word agenda but they obviously want more police protect you know police yeah. activity they, they want to increase funds for that and of course they have the war going on they just want to keep picking out all the the favors that they owe exactly. for this and that and oh yeah don't forget the golf course oh yeah it's all new world order based don't forget to department homeland security and it just seems like they're in not only they're letting it just collapse but they're kind of accelerating it because yeah. look at what's going on we have people who are literally starving on the street <clears throat> not just the usual houseless people i'm talking about new people people losing you know thousands of people losing their jobs every day and i'm glad they pay the unemployment benefits portion of it. So I'll give them credit for yeah. that. You know, that obviously is going to help people who are unemployed. But at the same time, Ben, I mean, you know, all of the billions of dollars we wasted on DHS and the, the, well, the plans and the bridges to nowhere type stuff. And I hate to sound like a conservative talk show host because I'm really not. But they, they mean, now they're making good points. It's, they're actually audible. They're listenable now. Yeah, we've talked about, you and I just have talked about these countless number of solutions out there to the problems and ways to bring money into this country, and they won't look at any of them. We talked about banning the blue laws where they're, you know, banning alcohol sales. We talked about the war on drugs and how it's a total falsity and how, uh, you know, so much money and resources are put into making an illegal substance, you know, elite or, or a substance illegal and then not even managing the situation correctly where to just tossing money down the drain, putting uh, innocent people in jail, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, you look at that situation, how many solutions there are out there, how many ways there are to fix these problems, and not one being, or 70. being uh, you know, considered. So it's like it's so obvious that they're really just pushing us towards this centralization. They're using this crisis as a way to, to make us all scared crapless so we will bow down to the masters and, and submit to the to the new world order that they're trying to create. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and I think a lot of people should really, start getting used to the, at least those three words a little bit more than yeah. usual because they are using it in their own speeches. Yep. Obama has said this before. I mean, of course, Kissinger and, and many other folks out there. I mean, they've talked about this. How many years? Oh, wow. crap. Hitler was talking about that Bush crap years Sen- ago. Yeah, Bush Sr. said it in the State of the Union address, I believe, in yep. 90, 91, 92, something like that. Uh, you know, this sounds like maybe it has been just the conspiracy we've talked about. And I, I mean, even that word, I know that's a dirty word. and It, it has <laughs> 100 million meanings, none of which are true to the actual were based on a dictionary definition, but no, Ben, it really, it seems... It's almost not even a conspiracy anymore because they're not really trying to cover it up. You know, Henry Kissinger yeah. goes right out there <laughs> it's and... It's not a secret. Yeah, it's not a secret. You know, <laughs> Henry Kissinger goes out there and says, oh, this is a, a 
wonderful opportunity for uh, Barack Obama to uh, pl- plan the new world order so I can uh, centralize more control. That's and, a pretty uh, good impression of him, man. <laughs> I, I can't do I can't I, uh, read. I like to take part in the cult rituals and there is. Uh, murder children and snap the necks of little bunny rabbits. I got to tell you, it's the most lifeless and dark and gray <laughs> yeah. and black sounding voice. And I mean, I mean it in a dark way, just an evil way. I rape women for fun. <laughs> I got a new daughter. I got a new daughter. I got to use the troops on yeah. cannon fodder. We have an excellent opportunity here. here to, uh, and we're laughing at him. Meanwhile, we're sitting here scrapping, you know, scrapping for crumbs in the corner of the room. And he's, you know, he's saying, ah, oh, you idiots, just wait. I, you know, uh, wait, till, wait till you get what's coming to you. I but, demand you bring me my $700 bottle of wine, uh, you yeah, swine. More like 700000 You scummy bastard. I tell you, Ben, I, you know, it just... <laughs> you know, I, I guess there's two, there's two things for me. I mean, I'm glad I'm living in such exciting times, but I'm, you know, I, I think the pressure, you know, I'm feeling a little bit more. And I mean, you know, we, yeah. we've done this show now for over a year and a half, and oh, by the way, Ben, we had our 100th episode sometime in the last week or so. <laughs> We're not keeping track Jeez. at all, I and I know most people listening out there are probably thinking to themselves, I mean, yeah, I mean, we work our asses off, there's no question on this show. But there's so many things we're, we got to keep trying to fix and fix yep. and fix. And with so many other things that we're trying to do, the Twitter accounts and the MySpace. Oh, it's bananas, so man. I went out there and I spent a lot of time today on the website trying to uh, yeah. trying to fix some of the issues. And then I, <laughs> I forgot to upload last night's freaking show. And I'm like, geez, man, what the hell is wrong with me? There's just no end to, to the amount of stuff that needs to be done. No, it, it really is. It's it's it, it, You know, there's so much to be done. There's, even just skits and game shows that we have been wanting to. I think we're supposed to have a commercial break now. Food ah, we're just going to skip. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, no, but it, it's tough, and that's why, you know, what I'm trying to, what I really want to do next week, maybe even starting Monday or Tuesday next week, not to get away from, you know, geopolitics and the end of the world, but uh, I really would like to get uh, more people out there listening to help us out. Obviously, Kristen, everybody out there who emails us, they all mm-hmm. help, but perhaps we can, uh, you know, <laughs> get some interns in here from the Connecticut area, but even Definitely. actually kind of put some of the responsibility. I mean, I, I, even the Facebook uh, group that we have there, I mean, it's getting new members every day, but it'd be great for someone to kind of monitor that just to, you know, bring it all together. So keep that in mind, folks. And if you do have any comments on what we're talking about, or if Internet. you'd like to give us some advice, or maybe have some way that you could possibly help the farm, it is 512-879-3805. Or you can, as always, email us at uh, info at animalfarmshow.com. And there are some people that have been emailing me directly, uh, which it, that's fine. I mean, Ben, Pyeth, or Tony at animalfarmshow.com. But uh, yeah, just keep that in mind if you want to email us. Oh, it's info. Or jerks, or whatever profanity or yeah. profane slogan you want to use. That's cool, too. Or Henry Kissinger at animalfarmshow.com. We, we have a catch all for the animal farm. <laughs> I, I can't even do his voice. It's so bad. Uh, uh, <clears throat> no, but really, uh, you know. Animalfarmshow.com. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> and, you know. You must go there and there, support the Animal Farm Radio Show. You must do it. I want to play this clip. I do want to play the clip of Rachel Maddow, and then I want to kind of talk more about this. You know, the, the smell of the U.N. really brewing hot and heavy now as to maybe uh, legislation. We talked about, I, I forgot her name off the top of my head. i got to remember, of the, the senator, I believe, she wanted to pass legislation to have the U.N. kind of take over the household and take yeah. the responsibility out of the parents. And I'm, ashamed, I'm ashamed uh, for forgetting her name because we just talked about it. The that's, U.N. is a prime-grade organization that helps me get my agenda along. Yeah, but now there's another possibility that they're going to try to curb anti <clears throat> anti going to curb speech in so many words, but yeah. we'll talk. But I do want to play the Rachel Maddow clip because we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. And, and really, I mean, I think what we're talking about here, <laughs> folks, is just the the obvious 
similarities between Bush and Obama. I mean, it really it's it, the, the lines are so parallel in so many regards. Uh, they really they only look different. That's about it. So, and they speak much differently. But mm-hmm. as senators continue to arrive at the House chamber for the president's joint address to Congress, coming up a little bit past the top of the hour, we know that the topic of the night will be the economy. There won't be room to discuss much else because what at this moment in time could possibly trump the economy? How about the war in Iraq? Oh, right, that. Our number two story in the countdown, the Obama administration engaging in a game of diminishing expectations. As we reported earlier, the president falling short of his campaign goal of withdrawing nearly all U.S. troops from Iraq within 16 months, now withdrawing not quite two-thirds of American soldiers within 19 months. We will not hear Mr. Obama talk about the change in plan tonight's semi-State of the Union. A final decision on the plan and its official announcement has yet to be made, but could be made as early as tomorrow. To help us make sense out of all this, joining us now, the host of The Rachel Maddow Show and the winner of a 2009 Gracie Award from the American Women in Radio and Television for Outstanding Host of a News Show. Oh, can you pause it for a Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Sorry about that. See, they're doing the same thing Fox is doing. They're doing that cross-promoting thing, too, where they get their other host on the show. You know, I came up with a name for that there, Ben. <laughs> it's called the, the Media Circle Jerk. But, yeah. Uh, and that's not a profane... Slogan, okay, die. We never get Jack Blood on no. the show. I mean, come on. It's so, you know, it's true, I know. No, but you don't bring him, we don't bring him on like, oh, I mean, we brought him on for one time when we were on WTPRN, but he wasn't on the same network. He was simulcast on the That's same network. That's true, yeah. But he, you know, we're not going to be like, tonight's guest on the Animal Farm for an entire hour, Jack Blood. We just bring him on because we love him to death. He's one of our favorite persons ever. Um, and and, and t- speaking of Rachel Maddow, I mean, I want to be fair. I know we, I've bashed her, and I probably always will. Her but if boyishness. She, if she just had longer hair, Ben, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I think things would be different. I mean, she's you're a you're a misog- you're a misogynist. Is that what it's called? <laughs> misogynist? No. What the hell is that term? A masonic. Uh... <laughs> now, where you like where you like have some deep seated hatred for women and no. you expect them all to wear bras and run around the house oh, I don't cooking know. and cleaning uh, for you? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I I, I love women uh, more than uh, most things in this world. But no, I mean she she is she's got a nice complexion, but just that hair. I mean that, she's got a pretty that, face too. She, I mean she's got the same hairdo as like George Bush. It's it's eerie. <laughs> Thank you very yeah, much. Right, up, should we have expected this kind of announcement about Iraq? And Told why beer, do you think the joint address hey, to Congress? Hey, I don't know if we should have expected this type of announcement with this timing. I certainly didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, rolling it out in this way, which is just before a semi-State of the Union address, uh, on a day when it is not going to be discussed in that State of the Union address, implies that they want this news to be sort of buried. You do something like this when you don't want this news to survive the very competitive news cycle to make it onto the front page of tomorrow's papers. This is a really big, important announcement. This is how the Iraq war ends um, and when and presumably why it doesn't end for so long. And it is essentially going to be buried by this speech tonight. And I think that's a, um, that, at least to me, that's, it's surprising for something so important. Public reaction to this. Uh, how will the administration assess those who voted for Mr. Obama based on his campaign pledge to withdraw troops within 16 months with obviously caveats about support uh, troops and uh, perhaps tens of thousands remaining there after the the idea that the majority of combat troops would be out. I think that the way they have rolled it out gives us a little bit of an uh, indication of how they are going to deal with this politically. I think they are going to try to minimize the importance of this and say, oh, so we said that everybody but a residual force would be out by June of next year. It turns out what we meant 
meant was that 50,000 Americans will still be there in August of next year. And, and that's why it's such a great point. I mean, I, I woke up today, my father was reading the paper, and he had read the story that, oh, yes, in 19 or 20 months, they're going to withdraw <laughs> yeah. 3,000 troops or whatever the number is. And <laughs> before he even said good morning, I think he was like, you believe these sons of bitches? <laughs> these lying these bastards. Lying sex. Yeah. And it's true. <laughs> but, you know, but They'll I, say whatever the hell they want to get into you know, office. My like, pop, you're asking me. I mean, I, yeah, you're preaching. To, I am the choir. We talk about this all the time. No, and I'm glad. But you know, I'm obviously very upset about the fact that, you know, they are so good at lying. You know, think about everybody has lied their li in their lives at least at one point. Think, Try to think back at the, the one time where you really had such a good lie. I mean, you really got away with something. And I don't <laughs> want you to tell me it or, or email it to me unless you really want to. Uh, but sure enough, I mean, it's, it's not really difficult to, to think about. They were going to... Uh, invade another country eventually. We knew Afghanistan was on the map. We knew Iran was obviously on the burner. We, we, obviously, we talked about Syria, PNAC, yeah. right out of PNAC stuff. Now, they knew they were going to need troops somewhere. They figured, hey, we're going to withdraw them from Iraq anyway because we're, you know, we're done there. Our bases are built, whatever the case may be. And so they just said, you know, Obama, use this. Use this as a tactics. Go to the public and say, we're, the war in Iraq was unwise. We need to withdraw troops. We need to bring them home, whatever. And eventually now it's just turned into this nonsense where, well, yeah, but A, that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. And B, they're going back to fight a different war. It's true. Um, so sure enough, Pyeth actually has... An example of what I'm talking about. He has a, you know, of a lie he told when he was younger or some, at some point in his life. Pi? Either you are with us oh boy. or you are with the terrorists. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't a lie. That was the truth. But I, I want to say one thing. Go ahead. Here's a lie. Here's a lie. I can't get I away with lying, man. I get caught every time. Again. Listen, Bill's talking. I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. See? See? Hey, I'm, I'm I'm just like him, man. I can't get away with lies. I've, right. I don't. Th I've never gotten away with a big lie. I get a lie away with little white lies here and there, <laughs> but never a big lie. I just for some reason they, the universe just bends into screwing me over. Yeah, well, Python and I are good poker players, and to be a good poker player, you have to be good at being full of it. And not well, that, I can do that. Not that yeah. I necessarily am, but I mean, you know, there are ways in which you can do it. So I mean, it's just it's the way that these people work, and you know, you got to tip your hat. I think even if you, regardless of your political standpoint in your life and what you believe. Just look at it from an outside perspective. Pretend you're looking at the at the country from you know space. You got to tip your hat. You got to say, "Wow, you guys really bait and switched this perfectly." And you had people convinced that uh, the whole time that you were an anti-war candidate. Yeah. And sure enough, you're nothing but a war candidate. I mean, there's almost no anti-war in you. Yeah. There's just more and more escalation. You had of people wars. crying oh because they were so happy that they were not gonna that they were gonna be living in an era of peace and I know and it was prosperity and no more wars and no more lies and this and that, and you had people literally just crying like babies on TV. Oh, my worshipfulness. What a bunch of jugheads we just, are. I'm not very emotional. I, I see you, and I get so inspired. You know, I, 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 I listen, nothing wrong with getting inspired, but you know what the sad thing is? It's heartbreak. It's like a, it's like a, a broken heart, love lost. Because yeah. one day you're going to have to make a choice as an Obama supporter. I don't care who you are. Uh, even if you hated Bush's guts, one day you're going to have to sit there if you approve of Obama in any way, and you're going to have to ask yourself some hard questions, similar to uh, almost any other event where, you know, wow, maybe I didn't really see this completely for what it was. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so anyway, the broadcast continues. To me, I, I always, always considered myself sort of a national security voter, sort of a war voter. That doesn't seem to me to be close at all. I think politically they will try to make that case. I think that this is nothing that Republicans will crow about, but I do think they should expect a 
little more, a, a little bit of heat uh, from the left on this, from the anti-war majority in this country. And I expect that this put, that the timing of this this announcement will not be enough to dampen that criticism. And you mentioned the Republicans; they seem to be in Doctor No mood uh, and mode to the exclusion of all else, enjoying this role of adversary. What, what exactly would their opposition to this plan be? Do you have any idea? I think that I mean, if I were a Republican and I wanted to try to make a campaign issue out of this, I would say, see, Barack Obama is keeping to George W. Bush's timeline on mm. Iraq. So, I mean, yeah, take it for Rachel Maddow. I mean, I think it's a good point, and uh, there you go. It yeah. obviously is in our delicious section on AnimalFarmShow.com. Uh, I know it's a long clip there, and, you know, I, I did want to play just because uh, I wanted to give her the credit that I think she's due for this, Ben. I don't want to always just call her a man-looking Adam's apple chick. <laughs> there she is. That's her. That's her laugh right there. Ew. All right, anyway. And we're eventually going to, uh, when we take phone calls, we're eventually going to just call out your city or your state. But in this case, we're going to stick to the immature and adolescent way of just calling out your area code. 512-879-3805. area codes on the Animal Farm. Speak up. What's up, guys? How's it going, man? It's Jim. What up, Jim? Hey, uh. Hey, we built a ba- or we built a uh, an embassy bigger than the goddamn Vatican. Why? Who? Why did anybody think we were going to leave in the first place? I because mean, because ridiculous. they lied. They lied and told us they were going to leave. <laughs> but politicians never lie. I, I know. I know. I think Jim. I think the, the, the no, they don't. Yeah, I think the question we have to ask first before we even get to that, and I'm on. You know, we're on the same page with you. But you know, maybe the best test right now as the animal farm, maybe what we should do, Ben, is take a day and just go out to the streets of maybe even Stanford. A lot yeah. of Obama supporters are all over this city, yeah. all over. I mean, the hats, the T-shirts, the shoes, the you know, the Obama airs and all these shoes. Maybe the best question to ask right now is, what do you think? We have accomplished. What's the benefit of of being in Iraq for the past, however, seven seven years? In other words, you know, what do you think we've been doing there? And I will guarantee you that 99 out of 100 persons walking around anywhere in this world will not even bring up the idea or fact that we have been building military bases over there for the past, however many years. I don't mm-hmm. think people right. understand yeah. that we've been no. building this empire. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> Sounds like you have other issues, uh, domestic problems in there. What's going on with your house, Jim? <laughs> she's she's chilling now. Say hi, Jordan. <laughs> Just say hi. Sounds like me when I watch Fox News. None of your business. It's a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Okay. Yeah. No, they'll say they're keeping us safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. Now, that that precisely the answer. Hi. Hello. How are you? Excellent. <laughs> she's Hello. Go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, Jim. Anything else uh, you'd like to add? Yeah. I... No, now I'm now I'm all flustered. All right. No, it's Jim. You have, you have, Change the diaper, Jim. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy, you have every right to be in it. We obviously always appreciate the call. Thank you for adding, and it's a good point. And, you know, go around, man. Just ask the question and see if people understand that we are building a, a military empire, obviously, at the point of a gun. We're not spreading democracy, folks. Uh, we will return. Much more news. And don't forget, second hour, Jason Burmis on the farm. And, and, and Stephen Jones lied to me and lied to everybody. 
Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surf plus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. 608-0179. Call today. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. There are many types of storable foods. But how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 719. Call 908-691-2600 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 
908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. This article right here about the anthrax, this is very interesting, okay? Go ahead. This just came out. Anthrax spores don't match the dead researchers' samples. So remember they were, you know, how the anthrax no. uh, from 2001 sure. Sure. turned out that it was only a strain that the uh, that the U.S. government could produce Whoops. in right. one of their yeah. bases. That, that was just a conspiracy theory. It was though. conspiracy theory, right. and then they tried to pin it on this dude. Right. And then now they found that the spores don't really match the the samples that he had in his lab. Uh. So uh, now we go back to being the, the evil conspiracy of, of the government, you know, using a false flag <laughs> terror no. event to... Send uh, send anthrax to the opposition. Tom Jaswell, government-sponsored terrorism. Other freaking yeah. uh, Democrats in the House. And just because other governments have gone corrupt and killed people doesn't mean ours does it, Ben. No, really. God no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, welcome back, folks. Of course, the it is United Animal States Farm. Government is a very good yeah. government. It's a great opportunity <laughs> for a new Georgia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I honestly, I wish I had the opportunity, you know, just to raise money for charity. You know, if I could fight some of these politicians in a ring, I know. you know, with, you know, not to hurt them all that bad, but just like with boxing, you know, big, the big boxing gloves, just to really have a little fun. It'll be good for TV because um, I'm not really a fighter, but I could take on a lot of these politicians. Ben. You know how many people would be vowing for your position, though, Tony? That's true. I mean, there would be like thousands of but people. But this is my to... idea. They could all, they could all kiss off. I mean, this is my, I come up with the idea. Fight a, a, an old, broken down politician. <laughs> Just that room of people that were on that Obama speech. What a bunch of old geezers. Or get Ron Paul to fight him or something. That'd wow, be great. That would be great. He's in. He's probably in better shape than I am. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we, we once again touched upon the idea that really, uh, it is, it is purple. You know, when really breaks down I'm everything. Medieval on your edge. Right. It's it, everything going on right now is. Is this false mix of, of red and blue, and you know I I, I really uh, I give credit to the folks who have put this this man in office because I still think there are a lot of folks out there with their Obama T-shirts just really uh, oblivious to what's really going on. But let they have ask, they have their savior. Let me ask you this, man. Yeah, do you think that uh, do you think the the packaging for Barack Obama was slicker than what Karl Rove did in 2004? Because I think what Karl Rove yes. did in 2004 was freaking amazing we're, to get this man elected again to get oh, 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 to get George Bush elected again. I thought that that was like a, a miracle on, on you know, Main Street in America. To be honest with you, Ben, I, that's a good question. Uh, but to be honest with you, I, I don't think George Bush was ever actually elected. I, I don't believe that he was legitimately elected. I actually believe that B- Obama was mm-hmm. uh, this time. Maybe I'm being naive. 
I, I think they put him against this guy who really had very little chance to win. McCain, I mean, who the, who in their right mind, you know, even if you're the lesser to evil type guy, maybe that's the only excuse, but who would have voted for McCain? I mean, this guy was young, he was fresh, he was talking you, about change. Yeah. You know, he, he was talking he, he without was talking, stuttering. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was talking about changing things and ending the war in so many words. Yeah. That's a guaranteed win. And he spoke well, and he was a, a bright face, something you know, something you could believe in. So, no, uh, to answer your question, I think ro- what Rove has done, I think, in, in many regards, is completely brilliant. He is a sadistic person, but he is absolutely yeah. uh, a genius. Yeah, he is. A, Even the Sarah a... Palin thing, which I think he had something to do with. I thought at first, at first, that was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen, because she had the whole nation by storm, man. She had every front page yeah. of every paper, and, uh, you know, she's obviously got a piece of my heart, Ben. Yeah, but, and she's uh, she did. She represented a really disenfranchised part of the country that, you know, felt that they were not getting a fair say, and when Sarah Palin went in there, oh my goodness, all the Sally Soccer Moms with their white kids oh, sneakers, yeah. man, they were they were pumped. And, and you know, just, just the, the sake that McCain wasn't really, and when you look at the, whatever the state of the Republican Party is in today's world, I don't even want to talk about it, but <laughs> when you look at John McCain, he really did not represent a lot of these you know, conservative members of the Republican Party. A lot of his views and a lot of his policies did not match those of the hardcore right, yeah. the Hannity and the whatever crowd they hang out with, you know, the uh, Rush Limbaugh crowd. Yeah, he was a middle-of-the-road fellow, and right. he had his, uh, you know, he, he wanted to reach across the aisle. Right, and help, you, know, you know. So, I mean, either way, and to answer your question, Ben, uh, no, I think that what they have done with Obama is perhaps one of the greatest, most brilliant moves. Obama! More mean, impressive than Rove. Yeah, I, right. I, I I don't, and I'm not it's trying to take enough. anything away from it. I'm just saying when you look at the event and the magnitude. I mean, when has Rove done anything that has affected everybody in the world? Everybody in the world thinks this man is some kind of god, some kind of savior, some kind of uh, you know symbol. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, he's not. He's just he's part of the same crowd. He just looks nice. Yeah, and you're he's right, a man. Really smooth guy. You're right. He did. He he he. Rove got everybody in America uh, to believe right. that Bush was good, but Obama's True. got everybody in the freaking world I mean, believing you know, he's you good. Got people yeah, you're crying right. Crying in, 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 you know, in, in Mars. People on Mars right now are crying over Obama. It's sick. <laughs> it's absolutely out of the world, uh, out of the way. But no, I don't believe Bush. First of all, he definitely did not win the 2001 election. That is a guarantee. Yeah. I mean, that, if you want to dispute that, by all means, give us a call. But even the uh, John Kerry Bush election in uh, 04 there, Ben. I don't really believe that he won that election either. I believe Kerry won that election, and I think there's a lot of evidence and a lot of, um, you know, items of that you should look at to, to look into. I mean, even people have questioned him, re- you know, right in front of his face. I've seen a lot of reports out of CNN and C-SPAN where people have questioned him. You know, why didn't you uh, dispute this? Why didn't you look into this? And, well, well you know, you are garbage. Because it's all the same, man. Because it's, 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 it's just a big business. It's, it's a big mafia. Come yeah. on. How, why can't you figure this out? So anyway, uh, I digress. And no, man, that's a good question, though. And I think I think I don't think Rove gets the, the credit he deserves because it's he does things that you don't ever really hear about. You know, he's like the silent, the silent fat man. He's and, a shadowy dude. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, you know, the corruption with him. I mean, my goodness, uh, he's got to be on the Animal Farm deck of cards. He will be on the deck of cards. And someone actually emailed us uh, as far as giving us some tips. I believe it was one of the other marks. We have a couple marks to listen to the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he uh, he did remind us, you know, get that Animal Farm deck of cards going. And we are going to try to do that. 
Yeah, we well, got so much crap on our plate, know, man, and, and we will we will get to it. We are getting to it periodically, but it's like it is bricks on the wall, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's a slow crap. and steady process, and yeah. we'll get to it. We, we promise. Yes, we will. I know, and you know, people do understand that we we do have about three or four other jobs each of us. <laughs> so we do all kinds of. I know stuff. we're like we're like immigrants. We're <laughs> it's freaking. Hard to, <laughs> it's hard enough to get here. It's hard enough to make it here on time. Yeah, I know. But no, we will do it, and we really, we're looking forward to That's it. That's why we get so pissed off when the network doesn't get in touch with <laughs> yeah. us. We're like we're like, Graham, I could be freaking doing so much other uh, stuff. <laughs> You know, but anyways, Either nonsensical. Way, one day, you know, one. Day, I think the show's going to go high up, man. I, I got good feelings for for the next month and a half, two months, just because I'm I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible, which is difficult today. But I really do think that in the next two months, Ben, I think we're, the show's going to be growing uh, tenfold, and I think zero. Um, yeah. Point. Zero. <laughs> yeah, man, we got those. Uh, it doesn't feel the same way. We got those new affiliates and um, Sioux yeah. Falls and uh, oh yes. I, 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 thank you for reminding South me. South Dakota? Yeah, it's uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Omaha, Nebraska, 16... Nice. Oh, boy. 1660, I maybe? got it. No, no, no. <laughs> 1640, yeah. 1640, I was going to say It's 16.40 a.m. If you're listening over there, thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. Uh, Radio Liberty, 1640 a.m. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, as always, and thank you for listening to the Animal Farm. We have uh, the second hour coming up. Of course, it's Jason Burmis, the legend. Uh, I do want to talk uh, to him about his film, because when we interviewed him, his film had just, just come out. It was yeah. just debuted. So so I want to ask him a couple questions about that. Obviously, the success with his film, uh, and I also want to ask him a couple questions about the you know it was ridiculous ninety three bombing. Thank you, Jason. Well, he's not in the air yet. <laughs> and maybe maybe if we're lucky enough, we'll have an Alex Jones uh, hijacking. I, I doubt it, but that would be really cool too because we haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah, he hasn't hijacked so our I show and ruined it. Name your show, The Pig Farm. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, anyway, so uh, and one thing we haven't talked about all that much recently, at least, is uh, the, the administration and how it's kind of coming together because even if you even if Obama is this angel sent from God uh, even if Obama is this completely squeaky clean person who's just an absolute moral man and a beautiful person even if that's true <laughs> what about the rat bastards he's surrounding himself with and I think that uh, you know never mind who the front man is Bush was you know, Bush had the IQ of a lava lamp so that didn't, <laughs> didn't really matter you know, who cares about it that's why I was like ooh you think Bush carried out no living no you jerk <laughs> off that, never mind what Bush did I mean, look, I'm absolutely adamantly yeah. opposed to that no I actually would ha- I would like to have a, a couple beers with that man because he's so drugged out all the time I think it'd be a hell of a time No, I I'm, wouldn't even ask I would just be like what the hell is your problem man like what <laughs> Hey, a lava lamp is pretty smart. It does ooze with goo and stuff for hours on its own. It's at least pleasant to look at. Sorry, George. I apologize. Maybe we could... I I apologize, George Bush. Anyway, (laughs) sure enough. No, but I mean, what about the people? I mean, we talk about Rahm Emanuel, Secretary... uh, He's the chief of staff. Secretary of State, obviously, uh, Hillary Clinton. I mean, all these these people that were suspect along the way, but Obama now has picked an anti-Iran man for... Guess what? The Iran Post. How convenient. Excellent. Uh, scary. Oh, my Dennis, God. Dennis Ross, uh, out of Press TV. Once again, let me bookmark it. Well, and it's similar to uh, what Bush did with uh, Michael Bol- or John Bolton with the uh, UN position. How he just completely hated the UN, and then uh, yeah, and then and they he gave him the position of the ambassador of the U.S. to the UN. So right, uh, you know, it's, it seems it's, similar. It does, man, and that's why I think it's so important to 
to stop looking at the front man. Who cares about the front man? He mm-hmm. speaks. He's a salesman. Uh, but yes, the White House names controversial Middle East negotiator Dennis Ross as its special foreign policy advisor for Persian Gulf affairs. We missed another break, but that's okay. I'll get your ugly white ass out of here. <laughs> Don't come back. Right. The U.S. State Department announced that the veteran U.S. diplomat's appointment as special advisor on the Persian Gulf and Southwest Asia to Secretary of, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton on Monday after weeks of speculation, quote, there is a region of which America is fighting two wars and facing challenges of ongoing conflict, terror, proliferation, access to energy, economic development, and strengthening democracy. And the rule of law, State Department spokesman Robert Wood said in a statement, Ross, Dennis Ross, will provide Mrs. Clinton with, quote, strategic advice and perspective on the region, offer uh, assessments, and also act to ensure effective policy integration throughout the region. So, I mean, even if this guy was... That is not going to be proven true. Even even if this guy was from Iran and loved it, I mean, we know Clinton wants to bomb Iran immediately. I mean, she said that when she was running for president. She says, you know, blah, blah, blah with nuclear attacks. Oh, yeah, man. So you have her and this guy. She's got. She's foaming at the mouth. Oh my God! I mean, why don't you just bring Satan, you know, into this mix? I mean, my <laughs> goodness! I mean, people. And, and I'm not sticking up for Iran, but folks, really, uh, you know, it, it's no it's, way. How much, you know? And, and the question I have to ask you, Ben, is: Do you think they're going to pull, try to pull something off to really get uh, get our eyes on Iran? Because it's not working. Yes. You have to admit. Yeah, no. E- I, even the most lost people don't realize. Don't think Iran's that big of a threat. Though. Yeah, I got to go with Jack Blood on this, man. I don't think they have the political capital to do it. I I think there were in too many wars. The economy's too bad, and if they try to go to war with uh, with Iran, it's just it's not going to work out politically. His approval rating's going to plummet. Nobody's going to listen to him. He's not going to have credibility in the great you know situation that he's in right now. Is uh, going to dwindle and, and shrivel up like a like a you know dried up turd. Sure, I agree. All right, folks. When we get back, we're going to speak to Jason Burmis, and we have a lot more to talk about tonight on the Animal Farm. Stay tuned. As Jefferson said, dissension's the greatest form of patriotism. You will get good government when you pay attention and hold their feet to the fire. If you don't do that, you will get bad government. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. for you once again if you've just joined us an explosion underground in the garage section of the world trade center in new york city has killed now three people according to the new york port authority and has injured at least 150 people hundreds of people as we speak are still being evacuated from the twin story towers of the structure and a hotel in the complex as well at the southern tip of manhattan island there were reports earlier of some people being trapped under the rubble we do understand that's where at least two of the fatalities were found there are still people trapped in the two towers as we say but ems and uh, firefighting personnel are uh, at least to the 85th floor of the twin towers evacuating these people they're also being taken off the roof by helicopters last winter the fbi was praised for its speed in cracking the case of the world trade center bombing and bringing four suspects to trial now there is some evidence that the fbi may have known of the plot in advance through an informant and might might even have stopped the bombing that killed six people correspondent jacqueline adams has the story 
FBI agents might have been able to prevent last February's deadly explosion at New York's World Trade Center. They discussed secretly substituting harmless powder for the explosives, but they didn't, according to the FBI's own informant, Imad Salem. Unbeknownst to the FBI at the time, Salem recorded many of his conversations with his handlers. I'm holding 903 pages of draft transcripts. William Kunzler represents Sheikh Omar Abdel Rahman and several others charged with conspiring to blow up a series of New York City landmarks four months after the World Trade Center bombing. That case has... Turn my mic up louder, I got to say something. Lightweight step at the side when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street get panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme, I'm dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. That I want to see some fist pumping. Miss something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated like I had before. Like a stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war's really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and a fan and poor. Like they understand you in the back of the jet when you can't put gas in your tank. These is are laughing away to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect. For a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for nightly news to replay. And the rest of the world watching at the end of the day. In the living room laughing like, what did he say? Talking to Jason Burmis, creator of Loose Change, second edition, the most watched internet video ever, ever. He's got a show starting Monday on the Genesis Communications Network. I uh, I went down to New York to catch a screening of your latest film, Fabled Enemies, Jason, and we were going to go out for a beer or two, and then you ditched me like a testicle. <laughs> That's kind of like what I do. 
<laughs> so and then you moved to freaking Austin, Texas, so you can't come to the studio and drink Schlievitz with us. Yeah, ben has been very upset about this, Jason. Of course, thank you for joining us. But he's he, this has always been a sore spot. So uh, we give a little round of applause first for Jason Burmis, of course. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yes. So, <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, Jason? How are you? I'm good, man. Let me try to think now. Um, after the screen, let's see. The, the screening, first of all, Fable Enemies went on an extra hour yep. because for some reason, even though I got there an hour beforehand, they couldn't get the projector working. I know, and man. And they really had to re-rig it. And I'm really, let me, let me try to think what I did after that. I, I don't think I went out at all. I don't even remember where I stayed that night. Hold on. <laughs> I think I went to SMT Studios. I might have stayed there. I know I ended up getting up pretty early and going down to the World Trade Center the next day and... By the time that that march was going on, I was trying to get out of the city. Uh, I didn't stay for a long time. I kind of went there, did my own little thing, uh, didn't stay for the Sunday events. I handed out, I don't know, about 100 loose change that I had with me. And somebody had actually, because at the time, uh, Fabled Enemies was only available on PrisonPlanet.tv, and I think that I had like a DivX version to show or there was one burned DVD. Well, some kid had come down with 100 Fabled Enemies, and uh, I handed those out as well. Uh, I think the whole thing is on YouTube. It took me something like, I don't know, less than 10 minutes to get rid of all of them. And then I really just spent time talking to people. I remember I had lunch with my high school friend in the city, uh, and then I took off. I, I, I deeply apologize, and then I just got uh, your MySpace, I think it was yesterday, with an invite to come to Connecticut. Well, Friday at about 10 a.m., I took off across the country in my little 98 Integra <laughs> with my two pit bulls. And as much stuff as I could fit in my car, and I got into Austin on Saturday night, and I've just really just been working my tail off to try to make my upcoming radio show as good as it can be. Hey, talk to us about that radio show. What's going on with it? What are you going to be covering there? Is it going to be all 9-11, or is it going to be police state stuff? Is it going to be similar to when you cover the Alex Jones show? Well, you know, I mean, I've really, you know, anyone who's seen me speak or come and talk to me knows that, uh, you know, 9-11 for me anyway is just part of the puzzle. Uh, as you know, I'm often the uh, fill-in host for the Alex Jones Show. I do talk about all these issues. I've been working on a film uh, called Invisible Empire, which is really going to lay out uh, what the new world is, who's behind it, and in their own words, the people that are constructing this new world order, how they see it. And uh, I think it's really going to be a film that's going to open up a lot of eyes. And that's just yet another reason I came down to Texas. I mean... This is the command center for me, guys. I mean, when I was down here doing failed enemies, I didn't get a lot of sleep, but I loved what I did. And when I'm in New York, I can only do so much. You know, I don't have the equipment. I don't have the staff. Uh, you know, Rob Jacobson and Aaron Dykes are two incredible editors. Without them, failed enemies wouldn't have been possible. So I'm really, I'm, I'm really trying to just do it all, man. I'm, I'm trying to get as much out there as I possibly can. Yeah, no doubt. Don't and, mess with Texas. And Jason, just so people know, I mean, when is your show on? Because I'm curious. I like when you fill in for Alex Jones. I mean, it's, obviously, it's a, it's a big change of pace. Uh, but it's, I, I guess, you can kind of compare it more to our type of show, a little bit more uh, younger. I'm not sure, yeah, a little, obviously a little younger and fresher. But yeah, I think you have a different take on a lot of things and it's yeah. just a different tempo but when is your show on mm-hmm. you told me that you read 16 books well, I'm gonna oh, be, uh, nine to midnight central actually and uh that's a little late for the east coast that's uh 10 to 1 a.m obviously the podcast is going to be available but we're doing tv all three hours as well for prison planet tv oh wow so you know if you miss me on the late night Absolutely. thing you're going to be able to see me on youtube the next day we're probably going to upload everything to google video too so if you want to catch the whole entire show you can um 
I'm, I'm bringing out the guns, man. Uh, I'm not here to preach to the choir. I really feel like there, there needs to be a younger voice in this movement. There needs to be somebody who can pull in the punk rock kids, the kids that are into rap, um, the kids that just, you know, and I mean, you know, as a teenager growing up, we all have our own little angst and our own issues, and we think it's the end of the world, and, you know, high school is the end-all, be-all, but it's not. You grow up, okay? So it's time to harness that and try to take a generation that might feel lost, doesn't know where their place is, is so consumed by their iPod and Xbox 360, and relate to them because, you know, I'm part of that generation. I like that stuff, too, but there's a limit to it. You know, you can't let that be the consumption of life. Otherwise, the world passes you by, and these uh, tyrants just pass any kind of legislation that they want, which they're doing, and this agenda furthers and furthers. Well, I'm about the restoration of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. I'm about personal freedom and sovereignty, and if they get their way, we're not going to have it. So, you know, once again, man, I'm just doing what I can, and I was, you know, just given this incredible opportunity uh, just from working hard for the last four years. You know, I've, I've been doing this kind of professionally since... February of 05, before that, I was a graphic designer, I was flipping pizza, I was, I was working 60 hours a week and still doing this stuff, and I had a much smaller voice. So it's, it's just a great feeling to know that if you put your mind to something, that you can achieve, and that's what we have to get in our heads. We can change this country, we can change this world for the better. We don't have to let these people win. Yeah, Jason, one of the things... Very good, very well said. Very well said. Amen. Yeah, one of the things... Are you ready for a war? Uh, <laughs> you know, people, they, they go, you know, we could talk about George Bush Jr., all of our, you know, time here, but one of the greatest things about George Bush Jr. George was w. that it was so easy to see how ridiculous the American government system was working, and I think it was obvious to anybody with a conscience, anybody who was awake uh, and thinking for themselves, uh, it was so obvious that he was so controlled, that he was a puppet, and I think... Uh, that's why the movement, if you will, has been successful in a lot of ways is because it's been easier to wake people up saying, look at this idiot. Don't you understand yeah. that you know, our country's been taken over by the administration? Look at you know, what they're doing. Here's the problem, Jason. Now we have the Messiah running things. What is your advice? <laughs> the fake revolutionary. Right. And uh, so now, you know, what, what uh, are right. Well, yeah. let me tell you what my advice is, guys. Um, let me just tell you a little story. Right before I came out here on Tuesday of last week, I actually... Uh, lectured at the college I never graduated from about how the government runs drugs in this country, runs the cocaine and the heroin in front of a class of like 40 kids. And it was about a half an hour presentation and a little bit of an uh, over an hour show. And, you know, afterwards there were a lot of questions, but I had already, like the teacher wasn't prepared for how I was going to present this information or how much was going to be seen. And the students definitely weren't. They didn't, you know, Iran Contra didn't know who it was, didn't know what it was, didn't know who Noriega was. I mean, there was one or two kids that had the slightest clue what I was presenting. So it gets on later, and I, I point out, they're like, well, what about Obama? And I explain to them, all right, just take a step back. Now, this guy is a state senator until 2004. Then you explain to them what a state senator is. Okay, each state has two regular senators. And then we have our House of Representatives, which is our Congress. Now, Congress goes by districts. Now, state senators are similar to congressmen, but they really are a lot less powerful. They're less in the limelight. Uh, they really deal with, like, county issues and that sort of thing. I'm not knocking state senators. It's a good way to start your career. Okay? But by 2004, while he was still a state senator, had not even won an actual Senate election, he was giving the keynote address, the keynote address, at the Democratic National Convention. So, of course, you know he's going to win. 
He wins his Senate seat. Now, a Senate term is six years. It's six years. This man served less than half of a Senate term, around three years, before he decided he was going to run for president. Now, this man is qualified to be a president by any leap and bound. This is incredible to me. And then I also pointed out (laughs) that after he had actually won the Democratic nomination from Hillary, and the teacher kind of knew about this, I pointed out, I brought up the Bilderberg Group, and I said, magically, you know, he ditches the press and she ditches the press right where the Bilderberg Group is happening at the same exact time. They lie the first time to the press and say, oh, they were meeting at Hillary Clinton's house. The press goes there. Of course, they're not there. Later on, they have to make up a story about being at Diane Feinstein's house. And we all know either they were at the Bilderberg meeting themselves or they were meeting with other people who were at the Bilderberg meeting at an undisclosed location. Either way, setting policy behind our backs. And that really hits home with people when you start going into what the Bilderberg group is and expanding. And, you know, Lord knows we need another, you know, 90 to 120-minute film to really explain this and burst onto the scene and, and get people interested in it because the banking uh, takeover is happening. The globalists are only going to get more power. People are going to lose their homes. And I don't want to have to sit here and say, I told you so. I would rather sit here and say, we did something about it. Yes. Because this new Obamanomics that we're seeing right. is nothing more than a new international banking cartel plan. Right. Well, and Jason, I see. I like the intellectual approach, uh, but I believe Pyeth has has a solution to alert people to what's going on. Pyeth. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You know, I mean, I think it's tough because people's attention spans, Jason, are so small these days. You know, I mean, even I was drooling during... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, it, we have to use the Obama songs. <laughs> no, it, it's important, Jason. And, and Ben, obviously, I think you have a question, too. But the, you know, what's the quick response? In other words, how do you alert people to, uh, to the fact that Obama is the same old shill? In other words, he's the same garbage in, garbage out. What's the most effective in less than uh, 100 words that you can tell people, if nothing else, just to have, have them research it for themselves? Well, you know, I, I try to explain the unqualified thing very quickly. I talk about a man named Zygmunt Brzezinski, who was behind this gentleman. You try to show them that Kissinger also is behind this gentleman, and this is the same old, same old. I'm like, what is he? You also have to point out what has he done that he said he was going to do. He said he was going to stop the war in Iraq. He's not stopping the war in Iraq. He's drawing the troops back, and he's redistributing them into Afghanistan, where we will run more heroin. You know, I think I'm about 30 words right now. You know, so right there, that might grab their attention. Yeah. Then you say, let's close Guantanamo Bay. But it's probably not going to happen for another 12 to 18 months, and he's only going to send them to other secret prisons. In right. fact, there was a new article out uh, just yesterday where a lawyer is now claiming that Gitmo abuse is actually worse now that Obama's in office. Then you point out he didn't rescind any, 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 any of the executive powers that the Bush administration put into place, including Patriot Acts 1, 2, and Parts of 3, and the Military Commissions Act. Wow. And by then, you've you said so many words to somebody, they're, they're, they are going to be taken aback. Yeah. But you have to keep well, pressing, good. man. I mean, this is life and death. All right? This is it. I mean, this is, this is even beyond that. This is a battle for your soul. Are we just going to go into the night like drooling zombies? Or are we going to step up to the plate and reclaim humanity. Yeah, I mean, it's really that simple to me. 
Yeah, I like I like what you were talking about with Zbigniew Brzezinski, you know, because he was he was a national security uh, advisor for Jimmy Carter back in the day, and through him, he's consulted various administrations, you know, Republican and Democrat. He shares the exact same foreign policy. You know, he he wrote about his book in uh, called The Grand Chessboard in 1999 about the wars that are taking place today. He's been shaping foreign policy for a very very long time. So I think you know when we when you look at kids and you talk to them or anybody else for that matter, and you're trying to explain the similarities between the Republicans and the Democrats, Barack Obama, George Bush, you have to explain the bigger concept of foreign policy and why do we have, you know, over 800 bases overseas with over and over 130 countries and these and this person Obama's not changing any of that and then also the monetary policy. Why do we have Obama. a international banking organization that prints money out of thin air and and tells people what the value of it is? I mean, that those two big ideas I think are a huge way to wake people up and to let people know that hey these two bastards are the same people they may tell you that they're different and they're talking about these these minor issues they're uh, arguing over over apples and oranges but you know they're not uh, basically you have to show people that it's fruit just because it's apples and oranges right. it's still fruit i was talking to a friend too ben i was talking to one of my good friends the other night and i was explaining exactly that point about the federal reserve to her and i you know complete silence i finished my point i think i explained it pretty well and pretty short and pretty sweet and her for her only response to after i explained what the federal reserve was was how do you know all this? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, you know, my mom said, Did you go to school or I like, something? I was like, don't even listen to me. I was like, I don't know anything, but Jason, uh, continue on and, and just furthermore on this point. I mean, first and foremost, too, we have to keep in mind that some of these indoctrination schools, these indoctrination centers, some of the kids in these schools have voted, you know, in a democracy to change the name of the school. What ha- it happened in Long Island yeah. <laughs> to Obama's, you know, Obama's first elementary school. Obama! So, I mean, I think worf- worshipfulness. Our, our work is cut out for us, Jason. I think it's, it, in some ways, it's set us forward, and I think in a lot of ways, it has set us back as far as trying to convince people that we are under imminent threat. Your thoughts? Well, I, you know, again, you, you got to take things as they come, number one. And number two, I mean, you know, going back to Brzezinski, you just got to point out this guy is the real-life James Bond supervillain. This guy is the proud, admitted father of al-Qaeda. Okay? Yeah. I mean, he created them through the Mujahideen, and this is the guy that's going to help set foreign and domestic policy by being a behind-the-scenes advisor? I mean, give me a break. I mean, people, man, we do have our work cut out for us because I was so under the spell of Bill Clinton when I was younger. I thought everything was great, and even when Bill Clinton was in office, I had figured out that, you know, the government lies about a lot of things. I had actually read, like, the MK Ultra documents, and I was into... You know, I, I looked into UFOs a lot and, uh, you know, just, just the fact that they're hiding something there. And I'd read a lot of those documents. So I was always somewhat suspicious of my government. But when Clinton came in, man, the economy started going right. You know, everybody was going to college. Gas was a buck. We weren't in any wars. You know, the minor stuff that had happened, you know, right. the Columbines and the, yeah, there were, the there Oklahoma were... cities, you know, you're so blind to that. It didn't, it didn't seem like anything because kids weren't dying in deserts. There were a lot of you know? yeah, there, and there were a yeah. lot. Yeah, it was harder to see a lot of the corruption. You're right, Jason, because there there wasn't. I mean, on the face of every paper, there wasn't uh, issue after issue, and of course, the economy was certainly nowhere near where it is today. So it's it's you know it's it's not fun to feel pressure and feel uh, what we're feeling today because you know they, people were living it up. I know we all had much better jobs back then, no doubt. Yeah, and you know Clinton was a good speaker. You know. This guy is a class A gangster. I mean, this guy is a captain among captains. You gotta give him that. You know, they don't call him Slick Willie for nothing. I, I personally like the guy. This guy's a guy that ran cocaine, had people killed. 
um, you know, <laughs> did horrible things in our foreign policy without us knowing about it. Uh, you know, probably, you know, I don't know what his level of involvement would be in things like the first World Trade Center bombing, if anything, or the Oklahoma City bombing, but definitely in Waco, you know, uh, the, the involvement there, I mean, he's got to be somewhat in the, in the know that they're about to mow down a bunch of kids and women. Right, yeah. So, you know, in retrospect, obviously, you can see that, but you can't see it when everything's good and the devil's smiling at you. Right. And with Obama, you know, right now we're in tough times, and the media is doing all they can because they're bought and paid for by the government. You have to point that out to convince us that this is going to be the next Franklin D. Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln all rolled up into one, and he's going to save this country one more time. Well, I got news for people. No way. Yeah, and perhaps That's not what he's going to bring this country into a North American Union in any way he can. And I pray to God that we don't see a high-level. Uh, false flag terror attack in this country because I do fear it. it's been a long time I mean that has been somewhat exposed so it's dangerous for them to do that but on the right level you know you don't know who the madmen are behind the guys I mean you know Rahm Emanuel when he talks about compulsory service for everybody 18 to 25 to serve three months of uh basic training at least, that that's a scary oh, proposition that, that's where you're building the military police state yeah, and perhaps the most unbelievable thing to me, Jason, especially uh, where we are as a country, and you know, you skip back maybe a couple months, uh, maybe after Obama was elected, the thing that just boggles my mind is that we have been through perhaps one of the worst eight-year periods of our nation's history. We've had perhaps the most corrupt, uh, at least on the face of things, one of the most corrupt government administrations in our nation's history, uh, lies, corruption, completely destroying the Bill of Rights. And with all of these problems, you figure the one thing Americans would learn up until this point is don't automatically trust somebody because you think you might want to have a beer with him. Or more importantly, and on a broader scale, don't trust government plainly just because of any reason even though we like ron paul and what he has to say i don't trust him and if he got into office i would make sure and like we always say here on the farm ben uh make sure you hold their feet to the fire and unfortunately we have forgotten not only forgotten that rule but you have people worshiping this man as though he's already saved the earth yeah. and he hasn't done anything yet and you're right he hasn't changed anything and all of his promises so far are all for naught uh you know t two years now we're going to wait until iraq with withdraw uh, tro troops withdrawal comes out we already got 17,000 in Afghanistan. Uh, it is unbelievable how stupid this this country can be as far as gull you know being gullible. We can believe anything, and if they they've made it apparently uh, true that this this population will believe anything as long as you craft it. Oh yes, it's filet mignon, even though it's not really filet yeah. mignon. It's um, a bagel. It's not a donut. Passed. Yeah. Mankind became stupider at a frightening rate. We're talking to Jason Burmis, of course. Jason, uh, once again, promote your show and any websites for the people listening. And promote your films. Give people a chance to uh, check out your, your materials. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, go check out, you know, Loose Change, Final Cut. Go check out Fabled Enemies. Fabled Enemies really blows the doors off. The International Intelli Intelligence Network that not only carried out 9-11, but carries out all sorts of delicious black ops. Uh, when you really get down to it, when you start looking at history, so you know that that's a that's a cool thing. Check out Invisible Empire when it comes out. I'm hoping that we're going to see some trailers for that within the next few months. You know, I'm just really trying to get this radio show down. Nine to midnight Central Time, ten to one Eastern, and uh, that's also going to be a podcast the next day over at Infowars. Uh, we're also going to be doing the television show. So if you're not a PrisonPlanet.tv member and you do 
you know, actually want late night news because I guarantee everything I talk about is going to blow away what they're going to talk about on Fox, CNN, MSNBC because I'm only going to pick the stories that really matter. You know, you're not going to have to sit through uh, Lindsay Lohan and uh, Britney Spears and all the garbage and, you know, the post, post, post Oscar show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the stuff that's not even news. And have... uh, we're going to be covering it live on PrisonPlanet.tv all three hours. I'm going to be getting some guests. Uh, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but I'm hoping, uh, I, I guess I could put this out. Go ahead, yeah, spill get, it. Uh, Peter Joseph, Peter Joseph from Zeitgeist on uh, oh, great. for a couple hours if he's listening or someone can get a hold of him. Excellent. Uh, you know, a lot of people like the Alex Jones interview. A lot of people didn't like the Alex Jones interview. You know, I want to take him to task on what I think is wrong with the film and the message. However, I, I've got to say the guy is a very talented filmmaker. Zeitgeist 1 is excellent. I may not agree with everything in it. And Zeitgeist 2 is also very well put together. But, you know, that second half of the movie, that message, I really feel needs to be challenged in an open forum. And I'll give him all the time he wants to talk. But, you know, when you the problem, you know, and I'm going to say it on the show, the problem with that second half of that film is the first half is so good at explaining the monetary system and how corrupt it is and how it's used to uh, basically in, turn us all into slaves, you know, a surf class, uh, middle class, lower class, lower middle class, poor, jailed. You know, basically, just, that's the slave run for us. Yeah. You know, even upper middle class at this point is getting blown out. But then he takes so, the second half of the film. In that respect, it's excellent. I'm but sorry. The he... second half of the film, what's that? I'm sorry, yeah. And then he, case, he, but he... the second half of the film... Yeah, well, we uh, keep in mind. Sorry, yeah, Jason's. Hang on, Jason. Sorry, phone we, lines are horrible. Yeah, man. Here's here's how Ugh. things here's how things work on the WFU radio front. You say something, and we hear it about eight seconds later. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's not that bad. But no, uh, Ben, ask your question, and then we'll we'll, we'll get her done. No, I was saying he he takes the second half of the film, and he he takes the monetary system and, and completely destroys it at its roots. You know, he doesn't he 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 misinterprets it. He makes it look like money in itself is a bad thing when money is just a representation of labor and time. Mm-hmm. And it's just he totally misunderstands it. And also the morality of the of the populace. Let's not forget that. Yeah. You know, it's a representation of that, how fair we're going to be with each other. And when you look at what he wants, um, no one's going to work again. Okay, we're all going to live in similar homes with similar transportation. Yeah. And we're going to be on this weird level with one another. That is, ex- And we're going to have this one world harmony. That is exactly the plan of the people that are bombing the World Trade Center. That's exactly yeah. the plan of the people that are running the drugs. Yeah, but you know what, Jason? We're, we're, in, so, we're, we're, in, we're in tough in the economic times. You know, tough times equal tough solutions. So listen, Jason, we've got a break coming up. Jason Burmis, folks, great input. We shall return much more. And your phone calls, 512-879-3805. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show, and we will return with Jason Burmis. Stay with us. We'd like some money. Deadline Live.
Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein. 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S. but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. 
No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. We're back talking to the infamous Jason Burmis. If you'd like to give us a call and talk to him yourself, 512-879-3805. Hey, Jason, you know what you got to do, man? You have to uh, you got to send us over a little advanced screening of your film so we yeah, can man. pump it up on our show. And then tell that bastard Absolutely. that hijacked our show last time that he needs to send us over a, a screening of uh, his new Obama film so, yeah. we can, so we can hype that up a and, little bit, and too. T- yeah, and tell Alex, too, that we want to get him on the show. So if you wouldn't mind passing the message along. So we... I popped in and renamed your show The Pig Farm. Oh, boy, yes, he does pop in once in a Wow. <laughs> no, this was on the whole time. You just couldn't hear him. That was a, that was one of the greatest episodes of our show ever, Jason. No, for, in all seriousness, we definitely want to get uh, some screenings of the films. I thought we were friends, and then surely want to get Alex on the show. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, that'd be great. That would be great. Wow. And if you, and while you're at it, why don't you do a couple yeah, like liners for us? What's that, Ben? I'm sorry. While you're at it, Jason, why don't you do a couple liners for us while you're? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Man. Yeah, well, we'll do that before the yeah, before the interview's over. We're gonna have you do some liners. But go ahead, Jason. That would be great. Okay, I'll do I'll do whatever liner you guys need. But, uh, <laughs> as soon as uh, the Obama deception comes out, I mean, I'm actually going to be screening it this weekend, uh, probably before I go to the Flogging Molly concert out here, and then hopefully, if all goes well, I'm going to go to Slipknot in San Antonio on Sunday. So I'm going to be going through what right now is at about two hours, and either trying to cut stuff out, pop stuff in, uh, see where the transitions are bad. You know, that sort of thing. It's really like right. in the uh, final stages of the film. What's what's the date today? It's the 26th, right? Yes, 26th. You didn't know either. So, yeah. so yeah, it drops on PrisonPlanet.tv, I believe, on the 15th. So that means there'll probably be a master copy to upload by the 13th. Right. And maybe if you guys promise not to upload it to the Internet, I could sneak you something through you send it. We well, promise. A couple days early. We do promise that, Jason. Uh, to you, we promise. But here, here's the one thing, and I'm not sure if Alex is going to be upset about this, but we <laughs> actually did, uh, you know, we, I don't want to tell you how, but we did get a little snippet from his latest film. Nobody's heard this yet. Yeah. So we, we do want to play it live in the air. Pyeth, why don't you get that done? Go ahead. It's the intro music. Yeah, it's, this is the transition, Jason. <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, from the new film by it's, Alex Jones. It sounds, it sounds as though this is going to be his best film ever, uh, just by that clip. Sounds great. No, I, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing this film, because I think it does answer the, the very first question we touched upon, Jason, is that you know, how can we get this, uh, you know, how can we get the people's minds looking in the right direction again? I mean, it seems like all I keep seeing from people, regardless of race or ethnicity, all that, it just seems like people say, ah, big sigh of relief. I could finally go back to sitting on my ass and watch soap operas and drinking coffee all day, and I don't have to do anything because Obama's going to save my life. And yeah. wow, I mean, nothing could be further from the truth. And uh, once again, you got to love the uh, the slipping of it in there and the bait and switch, but I uh, know Jason, we do want to see your film, and if you do, if you can send it over, we uh, we're, we're we're film hounds and we love it. <laughs> well, I promise you, as soon as I've got something to show, I'll give you guys a little sneak peek at a chapter. I mean, I'm actually 
you know, another reason Thanks. to come down here is to get access to a, a larger library of things. But, you know, some of the things to be in store for is I've got the clips of Connie Chung and Peter Jennings talking about, about the cowboy ring in the White House. Um, you know, I got New World Order clips that really nobody's seen ever, uh, drug running clips nobody's seen ever. And, uh, you know, I, I think we are going to wow. focus on those shadow figures. The people like Brzezinski are going to have a, a big role in my film. Uh, people like Kissinger are going to have a big role in my film. You know, these actual groups like, you know, the CFR are going to have somewhat of a prominent role, but hopefully something that's not so uh, overtaking and turns the viewer off where they can't see the bigger piece of the puzzle. You know, I've got a basic layout right now, and, you know, I really feel like the end is the is the you know the hooker and maybe that'll get people scared enough to get up off their their tush because you know I, I really can't stand these people that you know like I, I sent out a uh, a bulletin about the new show last week and somebody wrote in one of the comments Alex Jones's name should be fearmonger <laughs> well I got news for you buddy things ain't right right now and they're only getting worse and if you don't get a little scared at first to get motivated I don't know what's going to motivate you I mean your pride. There's no pride anymore. Like you said, everybody's sitting down watching soap operas. They're not watching that. American Idol is still one of the number one shows out there, folks. That should say something about society. Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not funny, but it is because, I mean, we, we're letting ourselves go. We're letting ourselves, you know, we got too decadent, man, period. Yeah, we, no. we expected too much. And, uh, you know, people want to get lazy. They're going to get what they get. And this is this is going to be worldwide. You know, there's nowhere to run. You know, as soon as our economy dips, there's going to be hard times in other, you know, quote-unquote, first-world nations, and that's because they want to drop most of us to second-world nation status. I mean, if you listen to Obama's address, he's like, oh, we should be ashamed that China is leading the way in energy efficiency. Excuse me? You know why they're leading the way in energy efficiency? is because they have a slave labor populist. Right. Okay? And they, they will have a carbon model where these people aren't allowed to own homes and cars. And he wants to bring that here. That's the deal, folks. Yeah, Wake well, up. And keep in mind, too, Jason. Pathetic. The whole country's shot. That's right, Alex. And sure enough, I mean, what about what about this idea that high school, uh, dropping out of high school is no longer an option in that, you know, a, a degree. It's no longer an option, boys. Well, I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. Now, keep and in mind. everybody yeah. needs to take another year of something. And I mean, I have a, I have a, oh yeah, I have, I have a bachelor of science degree in health and physical education. Not much to brag about. And I have, you know, I have a college degree. But I'm sitting there, and I was, I literally, I had just finished. I was working out, listening to the speech, doing this whole thing. And I, I walked by my television at that moment, and he said, you know, whatever he said exactly. Quote, I can't remember, but he said, he says dropping out of high school is unacceptable. Unacceptable, yeah. and, and no longer an option. And I said, oh, it said no longer an option. No, not unacceptable. Is 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 yeah. either no longer an option or no longer acceptable. And then he it's, ties he, it. He literally says that. Dread. And then he ties it into something about it's you know getting a degree is American. Excuse me, no, no, being it has nothing to do with America. <laughs> having the option to drop out, that's American. <laughs> yeah, having the option to be a complete idiot you is know, American. But this, sadly, this is what it is, man. I mean, they they could just put a you know a dress on a hooker in this country and call her the first lady. And I'm not bashing Michelle Obama. I'm just saying in general, people have just totally given up their um their eyes. 
guys. They, they've, they've lowered their guard again. They've let the Trojan horse in their brain. And now, I mean, I could only imagine the mercy that this man and his administration, uh, you know, via Rahm Emanuel, talk about another guy, is not going to have on this country. I mean, we are in for some seriously uh, uncertain times, and I don't think they're going to be very good. And I, I'm not liking the change at all, and I don't believe in it. But, now, nah, Jason, it's true, man. And I think the other point we have to bring up is... I don't like change! <laughs> no doubt about it. And, and just to go back to what you said initially there, Jason, with people bashing Alex, and, and we, we've gotten a lot of this stuff, especially in our in some of the chat rooms uh, a couple months ago, and you know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's just amazing how so many people are so willing to bash people who have either done a great amount of work like Alex, or maybe not so much. You may be like us. We're kind of a new show. But it's amazing how people are so... F- Fast to bash people and say, "Oh, well, you're wrong. Oh, you're a no planer, or you're a you're, you think aliens did it." Well, it was like what we were talking about the other day. They they it's like since it's since we're all rebels really in this movement, and we're kind of against all this mainstream stuff out there. They kind of think it's cool or it's sociable to be against freaking everything that exists, no matter how good it is. And that's a lot of where where a lot of the hatred comes from. And it's just like I don't know what the hell is wrong with people, man. Why can't they see through this? Yeah. No doubt. And, and folks, we're, we're talking to Jason Burmis, of course. We don't have too much time left, only about 18 minutes in the show. 512-879-3805. If you want to ask him a question, that'd be great. That's kind of why we bring guests on. I know we're, we're talking a lot, too. But, no, I mean, I think the bottom line, Jason, is we have to stop pointing fingers. And especially we have to stop talking around. We're going to skip this break, Ben. Yeah, let's skip it. We have to stop looking at well, on, on certain activists and saying, well, you know, I like him, but he's a fear monger. I like him, but he's a no-planer. You know what? Enough is enough. Everybody has their own flavor. The Animal Farm Radio Show... It's certainly more geared towards children, right, Ben? No, of course, we're just kidding. <laughs> no, but look, we have our flavor. You're, you have your flavor, Jason. High school dropout. Yeah, so. Alex has his flavor. I mean, we all do what we think is the right thing. Stop bitching and moaning and grow up. And, and get do a your friggin', own thing. And get a friggin' life. Yes, and before you point the finger, start getting off your ass and do what you have to do. And I will not criticize you, even if I disagree, right or wrong. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there should be that forum for disagreement, obviously. You know, I disagree with parts of Zeitgeist. I'm trying to have the guy on. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to attack him in any other way. I, you know, I want to talk to him about where he thinks this is going to go, how this is going to come about, or is, and is this healthy for humankind? And, you know, I think that's, that's healthy, you know, skepticism. When you're just going after somebody to go after them, it's just a 10%, you know, hater factor. You're always going to get that. Listen, no one's going to be 100% right. I'm going to tell you that right now because if you are 100% right, you're no longer a human being. You're some kind of God being, you know. That's right. what makes us human. We get things wrong. Drinking right? the haterade. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if they want to drink the haterade, man, let them. You know, I, my upcoming show, again, it, it, it's, it's actually, I don't know if I've said the name. It's going to be called The Info Warrior with Jason Burmis. And, uh, I'm hoping to breed a lot more info warriors out there, whether they be members of, you know, Philly 911 Truth or We Are Change or TruthAction.org. You know, let's get it on. This isn't over. This is far from over. This is really just beginning. Just beginning, Jason. And yeah, absolutely. It's time to step up to the plate. How about you, Jason? Have you got any, uh, have you got any, uh, people that drink in the haterade? Have you gotten all, with some of the lovely death threats that, you know, some, so many other people in this movement have gotten? No, I, I don't even take that stuff seriously, man. If someone comes up to me and wants to jack me or someone, you know, shoots at me or something, maybe I'll change my tune. But, you know, if I get an email or a phone call, whatever, I, you know, I, I, I brush that stuff off my shoulder. Have you gotten they a lot really of them? want to make me a martyr, let them. Have you gotten a lot well, of those? Or I, what? Not that often. I mean, you know, it was more intense when, like, you know, when you're in Time Magazine and people are really just pissed at you. But Like what? Like, like tell, us. Or whatever. tell us a little bit. 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I remember this one time, you know, we were all at this screening. I think it was in, I want to say the Grand Lake Theater out in Oakland. This Israeli guy was just really, just like, really up on us and very scary and very, like, you know, talking in riddles and all this other stuff. That was pretty spooky. Yeesh. And, you know, you get phone calls sometimes, you know, the when we got our office Monica. in our house, you know, you die or we're going to kill you, shut up, you know, I don't know yeah. what the problem is, you, you liar, we hope you get your head blown off. Yeah. You know, I mean, th those sorts of things happened. And who cares, you know? I'm more concerned when, you know, somebody who says and actually has a following that, you know, so, you know, I'm some kind of a Vatican assassin or a, you know, a Jew agent. I mean, I mean, I've read some of these things or I'm covering up the fact that no blades at the World Trade Center and the yeah. Keebler Elves pulled Building 7. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying one. to hide anything. I'm trying to stick to, I believe the model that has worked for Alex and will work for others, you know, no matter what your personality is, you stick to what you can prove. And right. you don't go beyond that. And you're allowed to talk about the issues surrounding it and speculate as long as you make it clear, you know. But at the same time, you know, you have to stick to stuff that's really out there and verifiable. Right. So, you know, I do that. I, I really think that I'm just going to be successful, and I, and I pray to God more people will stick to doing that and stick to actual research and productive thought and actions, actions, you know, going out on the street, uh, handing out DVDs. I mean, you know, I was just, uh, I just met somebody out here in Austin you know, uh, through MySpace and was hanging out, and their roommate uh, or best friend hand out these burned DVDs with, you know, my movies and other people's movies on it. And I got to say, I mean, back in 2002, 2003, before even there was a PrisonPlanet.tv, uh, before any of that, I, I was doing that. I guess I kind of pioneered that back in, you know, the day on a bus with CDRs and, you know, these really crappy files that I had downloaded from Kazaa or Morpheus, and to see now, you know, literally with my own eyes, thousands of people as I've traveled the country doing this, right. you see there can be a movement, and we can make a difference. So, you know, let's turn that thousands into tens of thousands, that tens of thousands into hundreds of thousands, that hundreds of thousands into millions, and then, you know, we got a shot. Right. We no. got millions, we got a shot. Don, no, Jason, you're absolutely right, and that's why, especially now more than ever, you know, maybe in my opinion, now more than ever, it's so important just to, to really, you know, get to know your neighbors, talk to one another, start talking, start being human beings. We're going to disagree. I disagree with my own family members. I disagree with my best friends. Who, who doesn't? Uh, but it's now more than ever, folks. Really important, I think, to, you know, yes. I disagree with myself. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I hate myself. No, it, it's it's so important, really. Keep keep the conversations going, but try to be as as understanding as possible. And now more than ever, really hang on to the people who care about you. But Jason, I know we only have a little bit of time left, only about 13 minutes left in the show. But I, we barely talked about the economy. What are your thoughts, not only on, on the status of the economy, but you know, where do you see us six months down the, the road here after the first hundred days of this miserable presidency, which which it has been so far? Where do you think we're going, man? Well, I think the Obamanomics that are about to happen to America are going to be even more job losses and people with their homes starting to get seized more. And through that, all these programs that they just put through this quote-unquote stimulus package, you're going to see a lot of state-run programs, a lot. And people are going to get into that. Uh, I really do think they're going to expand the military, and I think that's somewhere uh, to more of a domestic force. Somewhere six months down the line, that's going to be announced when we're really in dire straits. Um, I don't see it going well. You know, uh, I think that this is really the restructuring 
to make again, you know, this this international banking cartel even more powerful, and you know, through their guise of government because they control the governments to nationalize this country and create even more of a serf class, even a, mo a more subservient, quote unquote, what they'll refer to as middle class. But these middle class people won't ever be able to own a home. You know, they'll be able to be in an apartment or they'll be able to rent. And they're going to work for the state. And like I said, you're going to see, I think you're going to see some big land grabs over the next few years, too. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's hard to project any more than that. But I, I definitely foresee those things happening. Right. I mean, the, the, the consolidation of control, I mean, just with the banks in and of itself, I mean, just the... Uh, the way in which this current administration now, Jason, is is starting to, you know, not nationalize. I know Bernanke said, whoa, we won't nationalize banks. Yeah, right. But just the control that they're taking over certain organizations and just the, just the, you know, the first couple steps here, Ben, uh, are, are very peculiar, I think. And, uh, you know, the real question is down the line. I mean, you know, they're already trying to pitch this idea. And, you know, of course, you get the Fox News of the world and the so-called conservative right wingers. You know, they're up in arms and conservatism and exile. And, you know, they're all going crazy. But you <laughs> have uh you really do have to think uh is does it make sense to keep spending and keep spending and keep spending and put our nation further in debt in order to get ourselves out of this crisis and that's exactly what was on the home page of foxnews.com around four <laughs> o'clock today p.m so it is it is really getting to the point where they have they're able to bs the public uh, the majority of people because i still believe the majority of people don't understand this but they really have you thinking that Getting further in debt is going to help you get out of debt. I mean, yeah. it's literally that simple when you Once put it again, on paper. Thank the public. Thank and you that's, very much. And that goes to show just how mentally ill we are as a public to be <laughs> able to look at, the, attention. Yeah, look at that and be like, well, okay, well, that sounds right. Let's get more in debt to uh, get out of debt. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's sick. <laughs> what do you think, Jason? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I saw Ron Paul on uh, Bill Maher's, uh, what was it, uh, Real time. Yeah. Uh, right when I got into town. And, uh, you know, Bill, Ma Bill Maher gave him his due. Yep. And uh, he said, listen, we've got to let the economy go. Let them all go under and we'll recover a lot quicker. Otherwise, this is going to take 10, 15 years and we really don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. And the problem was that Ron Paul isn't part of the panel. He just gets to talk. And then these four people that come on are all the expert economists. And the one lady's like, well, that's the Austrian school of economics. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he really believes that. That's just a yeah, and even Marr, though, even Marr, as much as I, I will give him credit, and I, I, we have given him credit after the first attack on Ron Paul way back, I mean, as much as I'll give him credit for, for bringing him on the show and really, you know, saying his, speaking his mind, you know, he calls him a stoner, and he's trying to blame the free market and capitalism. I'm like, stop with these left <laughs> stupid talking points. Let's talk about real things, and then let's try to really, you know, get down to it, because it, you know Bill Marr does not believe some of the stuff that he's saying, at least in my opinion he doesn't, but now you're right, and, and not only that, but look at the the gr the constant grilling of Bernanke and the you know every day now there's a new Ron Paul video and it just gets better and better and I got to say the uh, the one I really like especially is the what if speech which uh, we've put some music underneath that one uh, Jason and I mean it really thank God there's the voice of reason in, in these troubled times because without Ron Paul where would the light be really uh, and uh, whether you agree with him on everything or not he's making sense yeah. and he's the only one who's making sense or has the the audacity to go above and say it and he went on national TV and started saying this stuff and 
and and that was like the biggest thing because oh my gosh, this person is on the mainstream media and they're spilling this truth over, and now massive amounts of people are looking into it and finding out that it is true. Right. And then Glenn Beck has him on the show and says, "Hey, dude, you were right all along. Mm. Like you're <laughs> you're actually the the true Messiah, not this other guy. Well, I mean, yeah, not the Messiah, but obviously you know what I'm talking the about. The consistent one, and when it's not being paid off by these rap ass exactly. corporations and, and these you know these private organizations. So and you're the one that said that this was going to happen, and it ended up did happening. Therefore, you have that extra sense of credibility. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, the more people that see that, the better. So when Ron Paul goes on CNBC and, you know, tells people that the dollar is an inefficient form of a monetary system, yeah. and then the pundits get on there and say, ooh, this is not going the way that we thought it was going to. Right. We don't want this type of truth on our channel. Sure. Uh, let's uh, get this guy off. a lot of sense. Yeah, and I would say my, my advice to the filmmakers out there, obviously you being one of them, Jason, uh, you know, I, I think what we also need, in addition to the Obama deception type films, and of course the film you're working on, I think we need an update to Aaron Russo's Freedom to Fascism. I think that's a, a tremendously important film, but you know, if you get rid of some of the income tax part of that particular film and you update it to today's Hell yeah. economic system, I think that film would be perhaps the, maybe the best film you know, up there with, with your loose change. I think it's important to get people to understand what money is, where it comes from, and how it's not backed by precious metals. So we got about five minutes, Jason. Much Go to the internet and watch loose change. Right. <laughs> God, I love your show, guys. That was just, yeah, that was Hopefully, just, mildly half is good. Anyway, I would say this. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I love Aaron Russo's Freedom to Fascism. I'm not against an update. In fact, I'm all about it. Uh, I often give that one out. I've been actually giving that one out just as much as my other videos that I that I made myself within the last few months. Because I go, look, this was out a while ago. I've tried to tell people. The thing is that, you know, the people around me, my friends, my family, I, I got such a loud mouth when it comes to these things. You know, I'm going to warn them. I love these people. And whether they want to hear it or not, I've been right now so many times in the last six years that it's hard for them to ignore me. You know, when I told them that we were going to go into Iraq and gas was going to get more expensive, oh, oh you're crazy. When I told them we weren't leaving Afghanistan, oh, you're nuts. I mean, you are just absolutely. When I told him the economy was going to get blown out, Jason, please stop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to get it right 100% of the time. I remember uh, interviewing Lindsey Williams over the summer, and he's telling me that gas is going to go down to $50 a barrel. And I'm just like, Lindsey, I'd love to believe it. <laughs> but I just can't. But, yo, that guy was spot on. So, again, you know, <laughs> we do need to update films. I think the people to get in touch with there are probably Gary Franchi and uh, Restore the Republic, that foundation. I'm just so, I mean, you know, for a young guy, I, I mean, you know, Alex is only five years older than I am or so, and if I look like Alex in five years, I'll, I'll know I worked just a little bit too hard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's wrong. Alex, wait, Alex, do you, what do you think about that, Alex? Do you have any comments? Uh, I'm not sure if, if Pyatt is ready with that, but um, <laughs> go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Jason, thanks for coming on. We're we're out of time here. Um, do us a quick favor. Give us give us a one or two liner because we're just yeah. we're, we're whores for publicity. Yeah, we want you to say this is Jason Burmis and you're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. This is Jason Burmis and you're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Bah! <laughs> Excellent. Great Sweet. job, Jason. What little whores we are. Thanks so much, man, yes, for coming on the show. We love you. Yeah, uh, Jason. And we will we will try to push your show in whatever way possible. Uh, hey, next time you're coming up to Connecticut or coming up to New York, shoot me an email so we can get yes. you in studio and we could drink some Schlievovitz with you. Yes, sir. And make it a good time, man. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm coming back for my alumni weekend. Don't know how long I'll be back for that afternoon. The end of April, and then I know I got a wedding out in July, so we'll see what July 4th weekend, too. So maybe we can do some kind of 
Independence Day deal. Can awesome. we can we crash that wedding with you, Jason, and get get all fired up? I don't know. I've known this girl since <laughs> I was 12 years old. I actually took her to prom. Just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jason. We're just we're just having fun. God bless you, kid, and uh, good talking with you. <laughs> As always, and a great okay. guest, and just you know, great insight, and definitely check out the show nine to twelve central. Oh, damn it, is he still on the line? We have to figure uh, out what stream he's on. Jason. Oh yeah, Jason, what the hell stream are you on? Oh, I think I'm going to be on stream one. I mean, they're Good. trying to dedicate a satellite to me. Uh, get ready. I mean, obviously you'll be able to listen to me at Infowars.com. It's the Info Warrior with Jason Burmis. I'm going to be taking a lot of calls, doing as many guests as I can, and trying to bring a younger. Uh, perspective, trying to bring in people that wouldn't normally listen to this type of thing. Excellent, Sounds great, Jason. Jason. Great well, work. Thanks a lot. And any way that we can help you out, just shoot us an email and let us know. That was Jason Burmis, ladies and gentlemen. Great This is the Animal Farm Radio Show. Do we have time for a quick power segment or no? No, absolutely not, Ben. No? In fact, I think the, Bill, the Bob Marley song came on in just perfect timing. And, Damn uh, it. It's, it's great, though. Great guy, man. Jason Burmis, really, he's just a great guy altogether, great guest and great insight. Too bad you guys didn't call and ask yes. any questions because I think it would have been good to have some participation. But, hey, that's the way you want it. That's the way we roll. And I can't believe you actually thought we were serious about the wedding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, that's it for us, man. We'll, be, we'll obviously be back Monday uh, with a lot of crazy news, hopefully some good news, folks. I'm going to try my best to dig up some really good health news. i got a couple in front of me, and uh, we'll get that to you as well. Absolutely. So uh, take care. Of course, as always, for Ban for Pie, Tony, I'm uh, saying take your medicine, trust your government, and uh, do whatever you got to do to keep your, <laughs> your head on straight in these next coming, uh, coming weeks. Thanks for joining us, folks. See you later.